You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. St. Louis Acura has almost 200 pre-owned vehicles in stock with inventory arriving daily and can offer the best trade-in value. While others raise their prices and fees, we choose to earn your repeat and referral business by not taking advantage of the current market situation. We invest in our team, becoming one of St. Louis's top places to work and fastest growing companies. St. Louis Acura remains committed to becoming better than ever for you. Located at Manchester and Mason Roads. The weekend just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me, I'm Andy Hanselman. Hey, welcome on in. It's another episode of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota, here on ClavesOnline.com. I am Joe Roderick, and hey, look who's returning from Vegas. I guess it means he didn't win big because he has uh, returned to the show and not just quit. Uh, it's Andy Hanselman. Hello, Andy. I've always told you that if I won a lot of money or came into a lot of money, that I would keep doing this. You would quit the you would quit the day job, absolutely. and just and just talk about really stupid shit with me once a week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Without question, I appreciate that. I would just you it would just you would be in like different locations every week when we did it. Probably. Yeah. Where are you this week, that. Andy? Aspen. <laughs> God, how much money are you winning? Where are you this week, Andy? Portugal. <laughs> what are you doing down in Portugal? What are you What are you gonna do down there? I'm gonna surf those big waves. Oh, okay. Pardon the hell out of me. So, did you win anything? How much? What, what kind of gambling did you do out there? When I went, when I was there for my one night, when I was there for maybe twelve hours, I did not gamble a single dollar. Not even, I guess, not even a penny. Not even a penny slot, Andy. I played blackjack. I played blackjack well. Um, I did win some money. What got me, Joe, was like walking by a slot machine, being like, "Oh, that looks fun. I'll put twenty bucks in that." And that I happened, okay. That happened enough to where, um, to where it 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 affected my 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 winning money. Am However, I am I an idiot? Because I could not figure out how to bet, how to gamble out there. What do you mean? Like I, I didn't have any cash on me and I couldn't figure out, okay, how do I how do I bet without having any cash on me? You can't. You have to have you have to put cash in the machine. Okay. Well good. I don't feel as stupid. Yeah, no, you're guess. not as you know, you're not stupid. Um, and okay. then you just press how much you want to play each bet. Um, oh. if you as long as you're playing the minimum bet, the free drinks just keep on rolling to you. Free drinks, yeah. If you're playing, you get free drinks. I did not Vegas the right way. No, you didn't. We were there for a night. I mean, my buddy, he doesn't gamble, he doesn't bet. So, 
it, it was one of those where it was like, yeah, you know, we were we were there. We're like, yeah, we got to, you know, we drive from San Diego the next day. Let's let's just drink. Let's just go somewhere and drink. Where'd you so where'd you go drinking? Whatever bar we were at, we first we, we just went to whatever like the club was. And then the music they were playing there, we were like, wow, this music was when we were in college. Yeah. And then we noticed like everybody else in there was also the same age. And we were like, man, this is a this is a club for old people like us. Yeah, that's kind of what happened to us Saturday night down at, uh, oh, I guess we were, where this club would have been? Down on Fremont Street, uh, at, right there on the experience. Yeah, I did was, not walk was... outside once. Once I got into, once we got parked the cars, I did not walk outdoors the rest of the night. So were you down on the strip then? Yeah, we were on the, we were right across the street from the T-Mobile Arena. Well, then you were at, then you were like in New York, New York. Or no, you're probably Excalibur. We, it wasn't. Or were you like like were you like like a there's so there's a there's an in and out right there. If I if I looked at a map of like, where do you I mean do you stay like the same place every time when you go there? Oh, I've only been twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is only my second trip out there. Gotcha. So we stayed at the Tropicana, which is right across from the MGM properties. Mm-hmm. Um. And we actually spent a lot of time at MGM and at New York, New York and Park MGM, which are all MGM properties. And you can walk through New York, New York and Park MGM to get to T-Mobile Arena. Gotcha. gotcha. So we were like, so I guess it would have been the uh, the east side of T-Mobile Arena. We so were we, we were MGM. That's where we stayed was MGM. Okay. As I'm looking at this, uh, yeah, because I remember... We went to the Juniper. Yeah, I'm seeing the yep. Juniper. Uh, I'm seeing some of the other places that were there, and I'm I'm remembering. Oh, yeah. Once you're once you're in there, you don't have to go outside. Now I heard that there were tunnels under Las Vegas Boulevard to get between New York, New York, and like MGM and and all the other things. And we never found them. We just kept taking the overpasses over Las Vegas Boulevard. So we were having to go outside in, into the 115 degree heat on uh, on Friday and Saturday. It was hotter than fuck. Maybe we ended up at Aria. I'm, I'm look, as I'm looking yeah, here, Aria some of the stuff that maybe we ended up over yeah, there. So it goes. It goes. Um, New York, New York, Park MGM, the Cosmopolitan, and then Aria, I believe. Hey, maybe, I'm not maybe. going back there until I guess the Super Bowl goes there. Not this year, but next year. You'll have a good time, my friend. That'll be, yeah, that'll be the next time that I guess I would even, yeah, I would even consider going out yeah. there, which I mean, the first time it was basically just like, a, oh. we were doing that road trip. So it was, it yeah. was I was a little scared of our hotel when I booked it. <laughs> we were staying at the, at the Tropicana, which is one of the oldest hotels. Yeah. On this trip. Um, turned out to be really, really a good decision. The rooms were super nice. We got upgraded to suites. Um, it was very, very cool. Um, not as big, not as many people. Uh, we went down to the MGM pool where they were packed in there like, like a school of fish. Couldn't you couldn't you couldn't walk or swim through the pool because there were so many people. Um, the the pool at the Tropicana was uh, perfect. the The water was great. The they had uh, they had swim up a blackjack, Joe. Ooh, Ooh. just a, just a friendly little ten dollar ten dollar hand game. Nothing crazy. <laughs> that sounds like fun. 
It was fun. It was fun. So is there a purpose to this trip or was it just, eh, let's just leave for a couple days? Uh, we were celebrating Claire's graduation. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Did she so, pick? Uh, so kind of. So the, the, the trip was centered around a Jonas Brothers concert. You got to see the Joe Bros. I did not go. Why? They only bought two tickets. Were you burning up when they told you that? No. That's fine. But we did go eat at the Joe Bros restaurant. I would have been, man. We were hoping to see Frankie there. I uh I I was really hoping that the Joe Bros played a uh played a concert at the uh, Super Bowl this past year. Yeah. That was that was my hope is that I would have gotten to see the Joe Bros uh there. Andy, this past week I went and saw the Chicks in concert on Tuesday. Yeah. Um I will tell you this, there was not a very long line for the men's room at the Chicks concert at Riverport, and it was awesome. I bet there wouldn't be. Yeah. I bet there wouldn't be. Andy, I would say about 80% of the songs, oh, I was belting out the lyrics. I was I was belting it out. Wide open. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Every, every word of that one. Andy, they did not play two of their biggest songs. Well, what didn't they play? Two of their biggest songs they did not play in concert. So this was, this is the first time they have toured in many years. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought there was, I thought maybe, you know, maybe they messed up. Maybe they, uh, you know, maybe they just, I, I don't know. Maybe they meant thought they did and they didn't. And now they're sitting back there and they're like, man, we didn't sing these songs. Andy, their first, their first number one song ever. There's your trouble. They did yeah. not sing it. Huh? They did not sing it. That's disappointing. Ready to run. Made it to number two on the charts. Did not sing it. What about not ready to make nice? They they did do ready to make nice. I'm bringing up their set list right now. I'm bringing up their their set list for their because and I saw like I thought no maybe this is a mistake maybe they. You know, maybe they meant to, to play it and they just didn't. No, they did not. The next night they were playing in Chicago, did not play it then either. Yeah, I was mad that Journey didn't play feeling that way when I went to go see them back in uh, January or February. Yeah. Ready to make nice. That was, uh, they, that was, they played that right before they closed with Goodbye Earl. Ah. <clears throat> I, have a, I have a strong disdain for Goodbye Earl from hosting karaoke for too, for too many years. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of obnoxious girls singing goodbye. Oh, Earl. I bet. Get fucked. I bet. <laughs> Marty Seidel still looked really good. Um, I, I, I got a shirt. I got a mine. Uh, I, I got a goodbye Earl shirt. Ah. I bought it for the uh, concert. If that didn't come in in time, I was going to get a shirt that just said I'm here to see Marty. Big Marty fan, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, I was fan? 20 years ago, so it just, you know, it just kind of sticks with. Not a big 20... main fan. No. Nah. I tell you what, and also Emily on the uh Emily Robinson, she uh she looked pretty good too. 49 yeah. years old, Marty 52 years old as they're back on tour. Wow. But yeah, they uh but they did yeah. I don't think that did they not sing I can love you better? They didn't sing I can love you better. Yeah, Marty looks pretty good, bud. So, like, their first two big songs in 97 and 98, they did not sing. 
They didn't sing You Were Mine. They didn't sing Without You, which were uh, two of their slower songs. Right. From back in the day. But also, those were number ones. Those were number one songs. Well, they can't play them all, Joe. <clears throat> they can play them all. They're, they, I mean, they're not sitting there with a catalog like Garth. I'm sorry. They're great. I love them. That they're not there with a catalog like Garth, where they could go three hours and go, "Hey, sorry, we didn't get you know a couple of your favorites in." They don't mm. have that. They they can't do that. The the album they came out with in 2020 was the first one in 13 years. Yeah, they didn't have time. Press for time. They sang uh, 22 songs, 10 of them off their album Gaslighter from 2020. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that at all. So they played 10 songs you didn't know. Yeah. No, uh, no. They, I mean, because I knew there were songs off of Gaslighter that I knew. But they weren't huge hits, right? They weren't. None of them made it to number one. Yeah. Top 10, any of them? No. The only one was Gaslighter. Yeah. So how was the over the overall show was good though? Yeah, that was good. Uh sightseeing was pretty good. Yeah. So in back to Vegas for a second, speaking yeah. of seeing uh celebrities. Uh um, who'd you see? So we're at, there uh, there's a there's a restaurant in the Tropicana. We're sitting there having breakfast one morning. And uh Mrs. Hanselman goes, That looks just like Robert Irvine. And so I turn around and I'm kind of peeking around some people. I'm like, that absolutely is Robert Irvine. Saw Robert Irvine from Restaurant Impossible. Did you talk to him? Uh, no, he was, as we were leaving, it looked like he was in a meeting, and I just kind of gave him one of my Andy waves. Hi. <laughs> was his wife there? It may have been his wife. His I'm wife, gonna... Gail Kim, of uh, a, a professional wrestler. Yeah. Our waiter at uh, the uh, Joe Bros um, restaurant on on uh, Friday night, he uh, he was getting off work to go down to buy tickets for Money in the Bank. Oh, I, you know what? There was I, I I thought for a second to maybe go out there for it. I I considered it for a second. Was it and, Mobile, is that where they had it? Uh, no, they're doing they're having it at Alliance at Allegiant. Oh, they did money in the bank of the Legion. Yes, dude, that place is unbelievable. It, it it does. It just jumps out. I mean, it's a giant Roomba. Yes, it is like a giant Roomba. Yeah. And so I had to tell him the Jeff Jarrett story, and he was kind of uh, he liked that story. <laughs> liked, I, did you tell him you had to ask Jeff Jarrett's son who half the wrestlers were? Yes. <laughs> hey, if you missed last week's show. Uh, or you just didn't listen to the interview portion of last week's show. We had Eddie Kingston on from AEW, and he was incredible. It was it was such a good interview, and a few wrestling websites actually picked up the interview and ran with it, and it's uh, it got a ton of clicks, listens, views, whatever you have on uh, on YouTube and all of the podcast sites. So it uh, it did really well last week. If you want to go back and listen to Eddie Kingston's interview with us uh, if you just want to listen to eddie kingston or watch the eddie kingston version you can go to youtube and you can check it out there just really really good stuff with uh with eddie 
who uh, I, I don't know the details. I do not know. I do not uh, have confirmation on this, but I would not be surprised if he makes a uh, another appearance in Glory Pro at some point, maybe in 2022. I, I have I have zero insight to that. This isn't even a tease. This isn't even like Corey going, yeah, we're trying to book him. This is just me saying, hey, you know what? He probably might come back. I, I could see it happening. Because hmm. I'm also, you know what? They they did, and this is something that Glory Pro uh, announced the other day, was that they are going to be returning to the pageant. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know that was very that was a huge success last oh time, my. right? That the, the pageant asked them to come back. You're kidding. This me. wasn't them going to and saying, Hey, you know what? We had fun. Can we come back? And them going, Yeah, okay, maybe. This was the pageant going, yo, <laughs> you guys sold us a lot of beer on a Sunday night. Please yeah. come back and do it again. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's next? Enterprise Center? <laughs> Let's you know what? Let I don't think they sold out the pageant. So let's sell out the pageant first. I mean, because I think the pageant holds like five thousand people. Really? I think so. I I don't know. I don't think I'm a good judge of that stuff. Like when I saw that uh, that Riverport held twenty thousand, I was shocked by that. I was very surprised to see how many they uh, that Riverport held. Let me find it. I am Googling things. Mm. So, yeah. So, did had AEW on uh, on Wednesday. Thank you to, uh, you know, so Marisek and, uh, and Corey both had uh, suites up there for that. And I didn't, Corey was on vacation. I wasn't trying to bother him for tickets. And then John tells me, hey, I got, you know, I got, I got this uh, suite if you want to come up there. So got to got to see Brian Stull. Haven't seen uh, Stully in a uh, in a while. So got to uh, got to see him. So that was nice to see. But as um, as I get up there, Corey is in this, and so Corey reaches out to me like a few days before. He's like, "Hey, I, I do have a ticket for you." And I said, "You know, I, I hadn't heard from you, and I didn't want to bother you on vacation." I said, "John actually already got me one," and he was like, "Oh, okay, no big deal." And then I get into the the one with John. And Corey is right next to it, and the two of them are basically connected to where I just was able to stand there and talk to Corey the entire show. Nice. <laughs> Joe, I was a little off. Yeah. Uh, flexible how many? capacity up to 2,300. That's, you know what? I still, that's still way more than I thought it would be. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty good if they can get if they could sell two and they, they also i don't know how it works because i mean they do have a ring that takes up space so they are right. taking away right from so that I would, so i don't I know but I, I joked them. about it i joked about it last week on the uh, on the show but between going and seeing the the chicks the dixie chicks and between going and seeing chris jericho wrestle uh and and then i mean then miles michaelis damn near throws a no hitter first one since 2001 this really was just a whole week of 2001 flashbacks because andy on uh on saturday you and i are going to convene at lloyd hopkins field uh here at uh, gordon moore park in alton illinois for the fifth annual alton high school alumni baseball game i'm looking forward to my responsibilities show you andy you are going to get to have so much fun up there on uh, on that, just from what I have heard, there are going to be a lot of people there at this uh, 
at this game. The fact that we were able to bring it back, bring it to uh, the Hopkins field, which I I don't know if you have heard people there, because I know you've been to all of the games and you have. So I don't know what you have heard or how much, you know, conversation you're able to hear. But the number one thing that I have been told, I have been asked since I started this, since I announced it in the fall of 2017, the first one, the most, the the, mo- the thing I hear the most is, oh, can we play it at Hopkins? Can we play it at Hopkins? How do we get to play it at Hopkins? Can you get there? Can you get it there? Well, because that was the home field, right? For your, that for was, a lot uh, of That was guys. our home field. Yeah. That was, uh, that was where we got to play all of our home games. And... Uh, and then it was, you know, I was like, hey, you know, maybe, maybe you know, I wanted to show off Alton High's field, this and that. And and then they they put in the turf. And then we have the rain issues multiple years. What? Rain and, issues? <laughs> and then the Alton High baseball coach, like Scott Harper, he was like, hey, you know what? Hey, if we had a turf field, this wouldn't happen, you know? And then it was, then Hopkins puts in the turf field. And I was like, would it hurt your feelings if we did it? And he goes, absolutely not. He's like, you've, you've, you've put this on here for four years. He's like, you got, you're doing a great job. He goes, this is, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of good things here. He goes, I have no problem with doing it there. Nice. Yeah. And and the fact that there, there were other, you know, just have it's there, there's a lot of, there, there are a lot of things, nothing bad anyway, but there was a lot that goes into this that makes this whole thing easier to hold at Hopkins and now just knowing the fans that are going to come out there for this, Andy, you get, you get to play with a huge, big scoreboard, a video board at the, uh, at the game on Saturday. Oh, wow. I'm excited yeah. about that. I heard they sell beer there too, right? They do. They do. Yes. Uh, I, I will make I, sure that, uh, that we have somebody coming up to the booth for you. I appreciate that. It's very yeah. nice of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm looking, I, I reviewed, uh, I saw you posted some rosters today. I reviewed some, uh, some names started practicing names that I knew uh, from last year. Yep. So a bunch of new names, some younger Andy, kids. There's a name on there, Andy. I have been friends with the guy for 20 years, um, and he has played in this game multiple times. I, I still don't know how the hell to pronounce his last name. Uh, what's his, what does he go by? Kaz. Kaz, that's right. <laughs> it's like, isn't it like Kozlowski or something? I could, I'd have to look at it. I would have to look yeah. at it right now. <laughs> uh, I can tell you, I do not think you, I think you will have to only pronounce his name one time on Saturday. I think so too. I think player, well, I think, no, because I, I don't believe he is going to actually play in the game. I think he's just going to do player introductions. And I think he's going to come hang out with you and help you out in the press box. Oh, nice. Yeah, how many can't play. I I think he he saw how many numbers there were, and he said he 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 was hurt. He had like a deal with a leg injury. And he goes, yeah, you guys got enough. He goes, you don't need me to play. I told him, I was like, you want to come? I go come down and take that bat. There was a girl. Was it was her name Dana last year? That yeah, she out? will not be there. Um, but I do have another uh, another player's girlfriend that's going to come up there and help you as well. Very nice. Yeah. And then yeah, maybe just grab people tomorrow. during the game. You know what? It's I feel. You know what I feel like on that day with all the work I put into it, leading up to it. I feel like a bride on her wedding day. I'm sure that you do. Like because it gets to that point, and no matter what I request of anybody, they will they will help out with it because they know how much work I have put into getting to that point. I mean, pretty much. 
I mean, yeah, I, I see people bent over backwards for you all day. Yeah. So point. then <laughs> it gets to that point. It's like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What can I do? And it's, uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what that feels like. <laughs> and, and like I said, I mean, and then we're gonna get to a point. I mean where I, I turn off my phone, I put it in my bag. I, I take, you know, watch off everything. And you, 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 that's maybe the one time a year that it's going straight to voicemail. That you're off the radar. Well, I can't uh, yeah. wait. Till ne- I can't wait till next year, Joe. Why next year? When you have it at Tom Pyle field. Why would I do that? Cause it's the best field. Uh, first of all, I believe it's sinking. Um, secondly, it is it, sinking. There's yeah. a little bit of mind subsidence. Yeah. Secondly, if uh, if Danny Jackson or Sean Seibert want to put together an alumni game, they can go ahead and do that themselves. Joe, did you see that Edwardsville won another uh, state baseball championship this past weekend? Andy, who's on the show today? <laughs> <laughs> that makes. Uh, I did makes- see that. I mean, god damn it! Like. I don't understand how they just keep winning every single freaking sport because the softball team finished third. What disappointments they must feel like going back to campus with a third place plaque and not a first place plaque. No, they're, they're, they were welcomed back with open arms. I bet they were. That's It's incredible that both the baseball and the softball team went uh, went to state and the baseball team won. Was that their fourth state championship? Fourth. I think they won, like, so uh, I know they won in 90. Uh, they finished runner-up in 91. They finished, uh, they won in 98. Was 98 really was the undefeated. That 98 was just the incredible team of just how many victories in a row that then carried in over to Legion, too, that right. they uh, continued to win games. Nash- won the National Legion World Series. Yeah. Uh, and I think they won like a 2018 or 2019. I was going to say, I thought it was 2018. It was recent, 2018 was or 2019 recent. that they won again. Yeah. Yep. It's it's incredible. It, well, it congratulations really is. to uh to coach Tim Funkhauser and the uh, Edwardsville Tiger baseball team and uh I think Glory Blade still coaches the softball team, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you, yeah. Yeah. But, but on their on their fantastic finish as well. That's you know, third at state is also, you know, I'm sure that they were disappointed not to play in the championship game, but uh, you know, for the first I think that was the the, the program's first uh state tournament appearance. And uh it's pretty incredible. You, you know what? Hey, in every class, every division, there's only two teams that win their final game of the season. It's the team that wins first and the team that wins third. So pretty much to, yeah. to be in to be in position to to win one of those two games is uh, is just well, one was, heck of a I season. Talking with a friend of mine too. Um, anytime a team from Southern Illinois or our general area is in the state tournament, I I don't want to talk. About, I mean, I know we joke about Edwardsville and recruiting and shit like that. But I pull for I always I love seeing the schools around our area compete and win and beat the Chicago schools. It's always awesome. When, when yeah, when it's a Chicago school that you know like how much money is into it too, and just how big. Yeah. Because that's the, I mean, you look down here, and you know, I, I Alton I was was around what twenty two hundred kids. Belleville East, I think I live you know I live right down the road from Belleville East. I know that I believe their enrollment's bigger than uh, than alton's is i'm not sure what edwardsville's Edwardsville and Alton are about the same size about 2200 yeah but then you go and you look at what some of the schools are what some of the enrollments are of these schools up north that they're playing just i mean you look in the suburbs 
of some of these. And it's it's just unreal how many kids you have in those uh, in those high schools up there. It's it's unreal. Oh, yeah. So, and, yeah, and, it, the, and just how much money they have. I mean, they make I mean, schools like Alton and Edwardsville and Collinsville and Granite City and O'Fallon, they're blessed to have parents and, and supporters that help support these athletic programs. It's nothing compared to what schools like Naperville and Winnicott Trier and all of these other huge, huge schools up there get. I mean, there are kids up there that they have iPads and MacBooks for all their classes, for yep. everything. No, yeah. It's all just taken care of. Yeah, I, like, I'm just looking here. Like Naperville, Naperville North up there, 28,000 kids in that school. Twenty, no, not 28,000. 2,800, I'm sorry. Yeah. twenty. You, yeah, 2,800. Sorry. Yeah. Oops. My that's bad. A, that's like that's like U of I big. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, you, I'm looking at their facilities too. It's, yeah. It's, oh, they're incredible it's facilities. Mm -hmm. As, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's just crazy, just crazy. Mm -hmm. So, but, Joe, who yeah, is on the show today? I I I don't I, I thought you were bringing somebody to the table today. Yeah, I got busy at work after being off Monday, so I haven't had I didn't get a chance to uh, interview anybody for the U.S. Open. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to work. I, you know what? I like I said. So we were talking about it. I I had um I I had the. The concert on Tuesday, I had AEW on Wednesday. I've been dealing with alumni game stuff all week long. I I knew that we were just going to go into this week and go. You know what? Hey, no, no guests today. No, no guests today. We're we're just gonna you know find a nice variety of topics and we're gonna roll with it. That's that's how we're gonna uh, approach the show. It's a busy week. It it is. There's a lot going on. It is. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it really is. And uh, that's, uh, I, and it's now down to just like with, with the game on Saturday, it's down to like the little stuff that I'm dealing with that is, it's only going to be a few seconds of entertainment, I guess you could say in the grand scheme of things, but it's like, I'm putting forth effort to it. And it's like, I, I want this to be fun. What For example, making? Andy, like uh, we yeah. we have the video board this year. Yes, I'm having guys send me pictures of their. Uh, I'm having guys that send me pictures from when they played uh, high school. Ah, yeah, well, that's fine, right? So, like, we're you know that's that's one of the things that we we have this year. Or walk up music. That, that we're going to have this year, too. Who's taking care of the walk-up music? Well, I mean, you're going to have a list in front of you, Andy, and it's going to be nice and uh, it's going to be nice and organized for you. <laughs> it better be. It, it, Andy, it is. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have made uh, made sure already, that it's... Have you already established a batting order? Um, I, We usually... We usually just go... Um, by like age, don't we? Oh yeah, that's what you did last year. It worked out well. Yeah, yeah. That way, I wasn't confused about who was up next. Yeah, and we we plan on having um, you know, I don't have numbers on the roster for you yet, but I have to go pick up the jerseys. And when I pick up the jerseys, then I will uh, do that for you. 
I'll, I'll get all the numbers. Buying new for jerseys you. every year? No, no. These are just new jerseys for certain players, and I don't know who's getting what on gotcha. some of the jerseys. Okay. Yeah. So are you having one, a uh, are you having a golf tournament tomorrow? We are not having golf uh, this weekend. Um, it's going to be held by the Alton Alumni Association. They are uh, they are the ones that are going to put on the golf. Oh, and is that tomorrow? That is tomorrow. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go out there in the afternoon. I think it's uh, the afternoon. They're playing 18 holes. So I'm just going to go out there, say hi or whatever, and then uh, I got other stuff I got going on. Rolling Hills or Spencer T. They it's at the Woodlands actually. Oh, the Woodlands. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, Andy, speaking of golf, U.S. Open, I know you said you were going to have a guest for it. So give me a, a Thursday rundown of how uh, the golf looked. Boy, it was it was rough. Uh, the morning was a little bit easier this morning because of the, the, the wind or the lack of wind. The winds were gusting to 25 miles an hour this afternoon up at Brookline, Massachusetts, at the site of the 122nd U.S. Open at the Country Club. Um Oh, I already forgot who was uh, who was leading. I was just looking at it. Let me pull it back up here. I have not oh, looked at uh, a thing. Adam Hadwin yeah. of Canada is your leader at minus four going into Friday's play. Uh, lots and lots of big names on the leaderboard at minus three. Rory McIlroy, uh, Joel Damon, who was fam- uh, famous for tweeting at Phil Mickelson last year, uh, but he's kind of become a good player in his own right. Um, it's it's just going to get tougher and tougher all weekend. They're not going to water the greens very much. Uh, they're not going. They're they're going to let the the rough just keep growing. It's going to. I mean, it was crazy long today. It's going to be even crazy longer on Sunday. It's just going to get harder and harder and harder. And I, I I don't know. I don't know if scores under par are going to continue to happen after tomorrow. Yeah. So. Um, seems to be a fantastic test. Everybody's raving about the golf courses. Uh, lots of course, lots of drama between the live golf guys and the PGA tour guys. Why is there uh, drama? I mean, is there like stuff being said? What's uh, what kind of drama is there? Yeah, I mean, there's just some little shots being thrown. <clears throat> John Rahm had his press conference on Tuesday um, and gave a nice little two minute explanation of what he thinks about live golf. Uh, saying that it's not real golf because it's not a, you know, 54 holes on a shotgun start is not a golf tournament, you know, uh, uh, four rounds and, and everybody with the leaders teeing off last. That's how, that's how you play golf tournaments. He said, that's how they've done it for hundreds of years. Um, so he, and then he kind of left a little quip at the end. He goes, yeah, you know what? It's a, uh, pretty good retirement program for some of these guys. Wink, wink. <laughs> As they sail off into the sunset. Right. Um, Who was it? Was it uh, one of the guys just came out flat, kind of flat out, just was like, "Yeah, you know what? It's for the money." Was that Dustin Johnson? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, but yeah. then John Rom, I mean, had a very good, uh, very good quote about it when he was asked, and he was like, "You know what? The money they're giving." He goes, "That's not going to change my life." Yeah, is four hundred million dollars going to change my life? Nope. He goes, "I can retire right now and live comfortably for the rest of my life," and it's true, man. But. I, evidently Phil needed it. He needed the 200 million because he'd gambled it all away. <laughs> but Phil's, yeah. press, Phil's press conference on Monday was just so awkward and so weird and just wasn't him at all. It was just, you know, speaking publicist talk, just, you know, just lots of respect, lots of understanding, lots of, yeah, you know, I did what I did, blah, blah, blah. And 
you know, crying about how he's a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and that they're not honoring that commitment because he didn't honor their commitment. Like I said last week when we were talking about Live Golf was after they had their first event where Charles Schwarzer, Charles Schwarzer won uh, $4 million, Joe. $4 million for winning. Yeah. Uh, the big deal was it's still that as long as the majors are going to let these guys play, it's going to be a free for all. It's when the it's when the it's when the majors it's when the majors crack down on them and say if you're not on the PGA tour or European tour or any kind of anything else sanctioned that we deem to be a legitimate tour, it's uh, it's game on. Yeah, I um, you know the yeah four million dollars for winning it. It's not as much as what these guys are making on the live tour. But no, no, made on the live tour. What? That's what Charles that's what Charles Schwartzel made on the live tour. Oh, I'm saying I'm talking about the money. Okay, so I I mean when you look at the purses, like what's the winner going to get this weekend at the uh, at the U.S. Open? Oh, probably two million. Okay. Those guys though that are in this. In the PGA, though, that are going week to week, like they're still getting the sponsorship dollars. How many of the Live Tour guys had sponsorships pulled from them? A lot. Yeah, a lot. Now Taylor made Taylor made a still with Dustin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Phil, I mean, when Phil if Phil's playing without anybody's name on anything, he's wearing his he's wearing his Phil Jumping Man logo. Yeah, <laughs> he was wearing the Masters logo last week. Oh, was he really? Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't get to watch much seeing as I was on YouTube. This was during, no, this was during a press conference. Oh, at, um, in London? Yeah. Okay. So he was, he had that on. I didn't see that, but that's hilarious. So the overall purse at the U.S. Open is $17.5 million. And uh, the winner... Uh, what did John Rom get last year? John Rom got two point two five million dollars last year. The winner this year gets three point one five million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's comparable. It's comparable. Andy, um, let's you know, let's move away from from this and the live tour and any kind of controversy. And let's let's cover a topic that is uh, pretty, um, you know, pretty reputable and, and never, never one to cause any kind of issues of uh, World Cup. Oh, yeah. Totally FIFA, legitimate. FIFA World Cup. Yeah. Uh, uh, upstanding. Um, just uh, business that they, they being put played on there. In, being played in Qatar this year. I, I want to talk, though. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk oh. about the. I don't want to talk about the Qatar hero uh, World oh. Cup. That's, okay. uh, that, that's coming up. I want to talk about the 2026 World Cup, Andy. That's coming to America. Not only yeah. America, but North America. Last time and Andy, here, they was... announced today the 16 cities that will play host for the uh, for for these. Yeah, it's uh, the U.S. Uh, the World Cup hasn't been in the states since 1994. Yeah, that ended in uh, Los Angeles at the Coliseum, and Brand- Brandy Chastain took her shirt off. 
No, that was the Women's World Cup in 1998. Oh, oops. The Men's World Cup was in 1994. Uh, I do I do remember. They had like a lion as their mascot, right? Something along those lines. I remember I had a t-shirt with a World Cup on it. It was really... Didn't I just I had that in my Adidas flip flops? So it was just cool to wear it in 1994. It was Striker. He was a dog. It was a dog wearing red, white, and blue, uh, like Umbro shorts. Umbro's designed by the Warner Brothers team. I remember this Striker the dog. By the way, every World Cup has had a mascot. Did you know that? Yeah, I mean, every every Olympics has a mascot. Do they really? Yeah, hmm. yeah, some bad ones on here. All right. Not the greatest. So anyway, the 16. So here uh, they announced the host cities. Yep. Um, So again, North America. So uh, we're letting we're letting America's hat be a part of this. And we're uh, we're we're not going to build the wall. We're going to let Mexico in on this, too. Let them in. Let them in. uh, So Vancouver, Guadalajara, Uh Monterey, Mexico City. Toronto, those are those are the non-American cities. Uh-huh. The American cities, Seattle, which I mean that makes sense. Like their their soccer is huge there. Huge. San Francisco, SoFi Stadium in LA, Dallas, of course, Atlanta, again, a huge soccer market down there in Atlanta. The way they fill up the Mercedes-Benz uh, dome down there, Houston. That one's a little surprising. Yep. Boston. Philadelphia. Miami. MetLife Stadium. And Andy, Kansas City. Yeah, I saw I saw the uh, the Kansas Cityans were were very very happy today. The, the snubs. So Edmonton was snubbed. And then the other American cities that were snubbed, Cincinnati, Denver, Nashville, Orlando, and Baltimore. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that Orlando and Nashville really didn't get it. Nashville, I think, is going to have a new football stadium by then. And then Ooh, Orlando, that's tough to say that in four years when there's nothing on the table right now. I don't know. I, I thought they were super close down there to having a new stadium. I don't. I don't know where they are with that right now, but I could tell you this, as far as the city itself and city being able to host it, I am surprised that Nashville didn't get it. Yeah. They may not have enough hotel rooms. Oh God. I can't There's imagine a lot, that. But they may not have enough. I'm also a little surprised Denver didn't get it. Yeah. I think Denver had one. I think they played at mile high stadium in 94. So where are the finals going to be held? Do we know this yet? Um, I, it says here that the opening match will likely take place in LA or Mexico city. I do not say I'm reading an NPR article, uh, the final match. So in the course of the tournament, the knockout stages would be flow, uh, would be a flow from West to East. The bid proposed that uh, with a uh, final match at MetLife Stadium, the two semifinals in Atlanta and Dallas. Oh, cool. Well, so, I had thought that Stan Cranky's place wasn't big enough to, to uh, have a soccer field in it. That's, I, I remember that uh, being the case as well. So I guess we're going to make some modifications to allow for that. 
I mean, it also, this is going to be in the summer, so they have a few years that they put the AC in there, too. Right. <laughs> I thought that roof opened up. Does it not open up? They, it does, but I mean, still, you're talking, I mean, that's, look how hot it is. In Los Angeles? Yeah, it still should it's be hot. pretty hot there, isn't it? I mean, not, not, it's not hot in Los Angeles. It's warm. It's not stupid hot. The the uh, the 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 breezes off the Pacific keep it uh, pretty moderate. Mm. Now you go oh. you go you go inland twenty miles and it's a shithole. I've been I I have ran outside every day this week. It's pretty warm, Joe. I played golf on Tuesday. It was, it was a nice breeze. Yeah, didn't run didn't run long. I wasn't stupid about it, but I, I still ran. Yeah. Well, Joe, I'm excited that uh, World Cup is coming to the Midwest. Yeah, I'm, that's that's in line with something like the Olympics for me, where it's like it'd be so cool to go to that and see that. Oh yeah, but I don't want to deal with all the traffic that surrounds that. Like that's Would, like uh, when the Olympics came to Chicago. How just disastrous it would have been to try to get to those events. Oh, it'd been awful. Yeah. Unless it was one of the Olympics of the past couple of years. So they didn't have anybody there. <laughs> um, where are they playing? I saw, are they, are they going to play at Coffin Stadium or are they going to play at Arrowhead? Arrowhead. Okay. Yeah. Whatever the hell it's called now at Arrowhead Stadium. Because it's got some new name on it now. Oh, it does? Yeah, some corporate sponsor now, but again, like nobody's going to call it that. It's like in Vesco Field at Mile High Park or something. It's something, yeah. One of those. So, but yeah, that's all 2026. But they have uh, they they announced that today, big day today for the uh, for the soccer fans to get that. Uh, yeah, that's awesome that news. Yeah, well, you so. know, I'm really surprised, Joe, that they didn't pick the uh, the Trans World Dome for a uh, for a game. <laughs> I'm really really shocked. <laughs> Hey, this is Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClabesOnline.com. And uh, I, I got to thank Munganass Alton Toyota, a huge, huge sponsor, and uh, made a huge donation to the Alton High Alumni Baseball game for this uh, this weekend, helping out in the community because you know what? That money is going to go towards the Alton High School Baseball Program and Jamie Burkhart, the owner there. At uh, Munganass Alton Toyota, one of, or I should say, part owner over at Munganass Alton Toyota. He uh, he knows how important it is. Uh, plenty he employs plenty of Alton High School grads and uh, guys that, whose kids play Alton uh, sports in Alton at middle school and at the high school. And Munganass doing a great job of donating a uh, making the donation to help out with the uh, with the event there on Saturday at Hopkins Field. If you want to come out at 7 o'clock is when that first pitch is. Just come on out and have a uh, have a good time. As Andy mentioned, they have a liquor license out there at Hopkins Field. And I, I look forward to uh, hearing just how much alcohol is purchased by some of the guys playing on uh, on Saturday nights. Is there going to be a keg at second base, Joe? We, we are not. I, I think we are going to say no alcohol allowed on the field. I think that's what we're going to say. Okay. Yeah. I so 
just to be just to be a little safe with uh with that hey we are going to take a break when we come back we are going to have some crack slippers a lot of crack slippers to go over with today here on the uh on the show as we will uh yeah we'll, we'll talk it out as we continue on right here on weekend joe driven by munganass st louis acura munganass alton toyota it's clabesonline.com You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClaimsOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out, as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even even longer. And I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body, 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville, another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. Final segment here, Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClabesOnline.com. Hey, uh, Munganass St. Louis Acura, find them online, stlouisacura.com. See the beautiful 2022 MDXs they have there on the showroom. See them online before you head out to Manchester to buy those uh, cars. You could see exactly what they have there at St. Louis Acura. Clabes and I will be at Munganass Alton Toyota on Monday. We will be there for the lunch show on Monday. So uh, come on by, say hi to us. And hey, if you do, I I, I I bet we can get you some Cardinal tickets. Uh, I think Clabes has, uh, has those kind of hookups to uh to help you out there so we will uh we will do that for uh for you andy you missed it last week we had no intro to crack slippers it was just terrible that uh that we didn't have a recording of you for that so andy if you could please bring that intro back i'm surprised you didn't like go find an old episode and just copy it and paste it in you know who we're talking to right that's true some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news, and we pick those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the Crack Slippers with Joe Roderick on ClaimsOnline.com. Andy, a uh, very heavy, uh, heavy with the sports here on um, uh, on on this. First off, I am going to go, Andy, with a story because I have two football stories, and then I have a non-football story. Okay. Andy, have you seen the story of fake clay? I have not. Andy, there is a uh, guy on Twitter at Big Dawes TV, Dawes, D-A-W-S, his website, BigDawesManCave.com. Okay. Andy, the guy has a striking resemblance to Clay Thompson of the uh, Golden State Warriors. Okay. Very, looks very similar to Clay Thompson. Well, Andy... On uh, game five, he dressed in full Warriors uniform Mm -hmm. with a Warriors hoodie on, headband, everything. Mm -hmm. Walked into the employee entrance, was let right in. Walked through four more layers of security right on out to the court (laughs) and shot around. (laughs) <laughs> until finally 
he um somebody realized that was not Clay Thompson. <laughs> and they told him he had to leave the arena. Oh. Well, why? It's not his fault. He was uh yeah. He has been banned. They sent him a letter giving him a lifetime ban, the vice president of security for the Golden State Warriors. Banned him? Banned him. Banned him because he walked past five layers of security guards who willingly let him through security without asking for ID, shot around on the court for 10 minutes. He did spend $10,000 on tickets. He said they're not refunding that. (laughs) He said, why should I be banned? Because their security is incompetent. Exactly. Yeah. Not, Not his fault. I uh, I reached out to our uh, our legal expert here of Weekend Joe, Corey Inskip. Yes, and I uh, I asked him why uh, I sent that to him, and I said, "Did uh, he didn't technically trespass? Did he?" And he said he didn't have permission to be where he was. So yeah, ah, uh, Corey Inskip I said, ruined- doesn't sound like he should hire you as his lawyer. Corey Inskip ruins all the fun. <laughs> and he said he'll have a tough case considering that a private company can pretty much deny you entry for any reason. Pretty much. We re- we refuse to, re- uh, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Yeah. That's that whole deal. So, yeah. Well, sorry about your luck, bud, but I'm glad you got to go shoot around for a few minutes. That's pretty cool. See, it looked like he had a great time. He has had, I mean, had other venues, other NBA players have reached out to him like, hey, come shoot around at our court. Yeah. It's only going to help him out. It's only, he's only, I mean, should I, I mean, Andy, like. And who's this guy again? Fake Clay? Uh, big Dawes. Big Dawes. And he, what, is big, what does Big Dawes do? I, it looks like he's just a, a, an influencer. Okay. Podcast Andy, host. Andy, should I uh, head up to Green Bay this year and try to walk onto the field at Lambeau? Yes. Is that something that you think we could do? Yes. We'll work on it. Figure it out. We will. We will. We'll, uh, I should have done that at AEW this past weekend with Adam Cole. Yeah. If you if you go look up Adam Cole, like that's when, when my hair is wet, when my hair is soaking wet, outside of the muscle definition, very similar. <laughs> Never mind those pesky muscles. Right. Yeah, that that seems to get me on uh, on these. Sir, are you sure you're a professional wrestler? It looks like maybe you went inner tube and you forgot to take your inner tube off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's yeah. Hey, Josh Allen. I don't. I don't think anybody can really. You know, he's a big boy. I don't think anybody can. Uh, can you know get uh, get by with uh, with him impersonating him. Um, his teammate revealed this past week that Josh Allen is a big fan of D's nuts jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson Knox, Josh Allen's uh, tight end, explained his infatuation with the joke to a group of reporters on Wednesday, saying dudes have to walk on thin ice in the locker room whenever Allen asks them a question. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a new D's nuts joke. You can never be comfortable around him because anytime he comes up to you and asks you a question, you just walk away. (laughs) (laughs) He explained that veterans have become savvy to it. He said, but Bill's rookies are sitting ducks. 
He goes, that's why he loves having rookies, because they have no idea. Anybody new in the locker room, he'll ask. <laughs> yeah. Joe, you know, along, those, along those same lines, you took French in high school, right? Yes. So I, I did, too. And there was a kid in my class. We had we were, we were taking a quiz. And we had to tell the teacher how many that we got. Everybody's going along. You know, these that, these wheat, these nuff, these wheat, these that. These nuts. The kid just got up and walked out. Ah. <laughs> Jeez. So these nuts jokes have been around for a long time. Yeah, they have. That, that was almost 30 years ago. Yeah. By the way, um, you know who else likes these nuts jokes? Who? Nick Saban. Really? Yes. I don't picture Nick Saban liking many kinds of any jokes at all. Yeah, I, I apparently Oakland Raiders running back. I, I this is, he it said this on the Dan Patrick show a while ago. This was 2019. He uh, yeah, and uh, he is he has said he goes one day he caught five passes in a row and he was like Josh, if you want to hold all the balls, hold these. And he goes, what coach? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and then Nick Saban got him with a D's nuts. Huh. I'm a little shocked by that. He said he just sat there and he was like, huh, that really just happened. I just got a D's nuts from Nick Saban. Right. God. Oh, and then finally, Andy, uh, we'll stick with the football theme. Golden Tate. 11 seasons in the NFL, did not play last season. He has signed a deal with the Port Angeles uh, Port Angeles Lefties of the West Coast League. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, he, um, he, he played baseball in high school and early in Notre Dame. He was drafted twice uh, in the Major League Baseball draft before entering the NFL and going to the Seahawks in the second round. Yeah, Golden Tate can't be that old anyway. I mean, 11 years in the NFL, like, he's probably his mid-30s. Yep. He was born and, in 88. Yeah, so that would make him 34 years old. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but J- Jake Locker, remember him? He played in the West yeah. Coast League. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he, uh, and uh, so, but that was before entering the NFL. So, NFL Tate is the first NFL player to join after playing in the uh, in the NFL, ex- um, and earlier this week, started in center field for the uh, for the team. So that's a oh, that's pretty impressive. It's a it, it West Coast League, whatever. I don't care what it is. You played NFL football for that long, and are able to stay healthy enough that you were able to uh, play a bit in the uh, in in any league is is really impressive. Yeah, enough. No, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, so. Good job for uh, for Golden Tate. Very excited for the weekend, uh, even outside of the alumni game stuff, Andy. I am really excited for Cardinals playing in Boston at uh, Fenway this uh, this yes. week. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for U.S. Open. I'm excited to uh, hang out with you guys on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and uh, get to see everybody that I get to see once a year and have a good time with everybody. So looking yeah. forward to all of that. You and uh, we'll, we'll have Larry uh, bring you up some beers. Oh, it'll be wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, Nixie. Yep. He's uh he's he's I know he's very excited for it. Good. Yeah. 
So you'll get to, uh, yeah, you will, uh, we'll have a good time on that on Saturday. And no rain in the forecast. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's supposed to cool off, too. Only 85 on Saturday. And then by 7 o'clock, it's going to be in the 70s. For that's that, uh, se- yeah. It's going to be a lovely, lovely evening. I know. I know. I can't wait for that. Uh, thank you to the Riverbender, uh, riverbender.com, uh, for writing up an article. A yeah, you, article. Uh, you mentioned everybody but your PA announcer from Edwardsville. Uh, yeah, you will not get it. There's zero chance that I mention our PA <laughs> announcer from Edwardsville. <laughs> but you know the guy that wrote the article, so I'm sure you can uh, you could talk to him during the game at uh, at some point. Well, did Billy write it? No, um, our our good friend Joe Piros, his son. Oh, did he really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he called me up uh, this afternoon, and he's like, hey, this is Bradley Pierce. He goes, do you recognize that name? And I'm like, no. He goes, oh, you should. He goes, I went to Alton High and to Western. And I was like, okay. And he goes, my dad's Joe. And I go, what would you say your last name was? And he said it again, and I was like, oh, you didn't say Pierce. I was like, you said Pieros. (laughs) And I was like, that's why. I was like, yes, absolutely, I know who you are. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't. I so, didn't. I didn't read the byline to see who it was by. So, yeah. So he, he's he's going to come out there on. Uh, he'll, he'll be out there this weekend too. So very. Uh, so yeah, I, I love that uh, the local people cover it for us, and uh, it's it's yeah. a uh, great time. Yeah, Riverbender, and I think uh, I think wasn't Steve Porter there last year after he re- He still does a little uh, some reporting. From time to time, for the Telegraph, I um I, I don't know what a, I don't he, if he shows up, he's just going to be showing up as a um, as a fan as a fan. Um, we have a guy by the name of Billy Woods from the Telegraph that'll be out there. Oh, okay, so I don't know if you know him or not. Uh, I do not. I just know the guy texted me and told me that he was coming out. Yeah, awesome. I just said okay. This is the time of year where where my number gets handed out. And I just say, okay, <laughs> let him ring. I, I no, I, I, I answer the phone at this uh, this time of year. Well, you should answer the phone this time of year, ass. Should Why? always answer the phone. What? Should always answer the phone. No. What if it's important? The phones are poison. What if your extended warranty is expired? Right. How are you ever going to find out? Yeah, all the phones are poison. <laughs> Pretty much. No answering of phones. Oh. All right. Andy, yeah, have a uh, have a great weekend, my man. I will see you in a uh, I'll see you in a little bit this uh, on Saturday. Look forward to uh to seeing you out there. We yep. will talk soon. And for everybody else, enjoy everything that we bring you here on Claves Online all weekend long as uh, we Rammer and I will have our uh, our show. And then I don't know if there's a Game 7. I have to look what day that is, Game 7 of the NBA Finals. I know Rammer and Rocchio will have that if there is one. Uh, but by the time you listen to this show on Friday, you will know if there was a Game 7 or uh, or not. So we will find out then. For Andy Hanselman, I'm Joe Roderick. Hey, this has been another episode of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota, right here, ClavesOnline.com. St. Louis Acura has almost 200 pre-owned vehicles in stock with inventory arriving daily and can offer the best trade-in value. 
While others raise their prices and fees, we choose to earn your repeat and referral business by not taking advantage of the current market situation. We invest in our team, becoming one of St. Louis's top places to work and fastest growing companies. St. Louis Acura remains committed to becoming better than ever for you. Located at Manchester and Mason Roads.